Welcome back to the Pool Pro Podcast, episode number 21. Whether you want to grow your business or sustain yourself through unplanned downturns, having strong personal and business credit are necessary. Listening to today's podcast can help you prepare. Podcast. This is Michelle Cavanaugh with my wonderful co-host. Hey, Rockwell. Hey, Dave. How are you this morning? I'm doing good. Thanks. Great. We have a guest today that is a valuable um, contact of mine. He's a colleague and somebody that I truly adore. He's a good guy that I've worked with for over a year now through CPSA. And we are happy to have Pat Wally from Dignity Credit Solutions. Welcome, Pat. Hi, guys. Hey, how are you today? Oh, awesome. It's a great Are day. Are you today. visiting from the space station or what's going on there? Yeah, we're just we're just beamed down. Um, I'm actually <laughs> I had to get into a gravity solution here, but yeah. We're doing good. For those of you that can't see, he's got a beautiful picture of uh, the earth uh, behind him for those audio listeners. So thanks for coming on, Pat. I think the goal, well, not I don't think, I know the goal of this particular podcast, um, not only to provide the technical topics for service guys, but also business tools that can help them with their business. And can you tell a little bit about what Dignity Credit Solutions actually does? Sure, Michelle and Dave. Um, so Dignity Credit Solutions is basically a full service uh, credit and um, finance guide for businesses and for personnel. Uh, we've migrated our services over the last few years to really hone in on personal credit and business credit with um individuals and, and small businesses. A lot of the listeners here are small business owners and it's very important for them to know how their credit works and then how to use it properly to benefit you as a business owner the best. So that's really where we spend most of our time. We have some fringe things that we do as well, but that's where we yeah. spend most of our time. And um, we had a podcast interview with Joe uh, DiChiara a couple of weeks ago now, and he talks from the financial side of things, but that we talk about sharing your books with an accountant for the first time, if you, if there's any embarrassment or shame or guilt involved. And I think it's even more so in this particular conversation, because those people that really need help with their credit, whether it be business or trying to build, uh, excuse me, personal or trying to build their business credit, there's a lot of shame involved in your credit score. And for those people who may not have the best credit score, they're almost, they're embarrassed to, to try to hire somebody on as a service, you know, this type of service, because they're embarrassed about it. And can you talk a little bit about that? And what, what are your thoughts on those folks that are just a little too concerned to hire somebody to help them? Sure. Um, well, like most businesses, I've been there. Um, you know, most businesses get started from somebody that overcame something, and then they got really passionate about it. And that's where, where Dignity Credit Solutions came uh, we use the word dignity because it is something that's very personal. And, um, you know, I, I came from a below 500 FICO. I remember looking up going, one day I'll get there. And I just didn't know. I wasn't stupid. I mean, I was an educated man. I was in the Navy, nuclear power program. I just didn't, nobody ever taught me about how to manage my finances and my budget and why crediting is important, how to use it properly. So I found myself behind the eight ball. I finally got ahead of that through a lot of research and training and mistakes <laughs> and, uh, you know, got that up into the 700s where it, when you're, when your credit, when your personal credit's up in the 700s, uh, your options change. It becomes less expensive to borrow money. Yeah. I, I, if you don't have to borrow money, don't borrow money, but that's kind of a, you know, everybody's got a credit card. We used to travel a lot. Everybody has a credit card for traveling and 
you know, online purchases and what have you. So uh, that's, that's where Dignity Credit Solutions came from was my own journey. And now we help others. And then we blossomed into the business credit side to help businesses specifically build a credit profile for their business. So when we, we got a lot of information on the website about that, but that's something most businesses don't even know exists is business credit. So it's really cool. Yeah. And business credit is you can have that separate and apart from your personal credit. Uh, how do you build a credit score for a business? Yeah, that's a great question, Dave. Um, actually, I talk about three different types of credit. You got your personal credit, which most people are familiar with the FICO score. People go on a credit karma or whatever. Experian, Equifax, and TransUnion manage those are the big three that manage those. Then what I call what they have what we call a hybrid business credit, where you go into the bank or whatever and you sign for a business credit card, but you use your personal social security number to guarantee that. Then there's what we, what I refer to as just true business credit, and that is where your business EIN, which we can talk a little bit about that, but your, your business has a number just like you have a number. We've got social security numbers. Your business has an EIN if you're LLC, S-Corp, C-Corp. And that number is what you use to manage your business credit profile. And if you are an LLC, S-Corp, or C-Corp, you already have a credit profile, whether you want to or not. <laughs> <They're>, uh, <laughs> Equifax, Experian, and Dun & Bradstreet, uh, they manage credit profiles for your business. And it's, it's a completely different scale. The report looks nothing like a personal credit report. The, the scoring model works a lot differently. And it's primarily because businesses need more money to manage. So I, I just use this example. If you go to get a million dollar loan or a line of credit as a person, like if I went down as Pat Wally and tried to sign for a, a, a million dollar loan, that I've only met a couple people who could actually do that. <laughs> right, right. People that can do that don't really need it. <laughs> right. <laughs> but a million dollar line of credit for say a, biz, a pool construction company, that's, that's nothing, right? I mean, that's not uncommon. So that's why business credit's really important because it opens up a lot more options for you. But yes, you can have that separate from your social security number. Your business stands alone. And that's, you, you have to be some type of corporation in order for that to happen. You can't do that right. as a sole proprietor. Yeah, the bit, the credit reporting agencies, which in this case is Equifax, Experian, it's Equifax Business, Experian Business, and Dun & Bradstreet, or your Paydex number, some people know it by. Uh, they only recognize companies. They don't recognize sole proprietors as as a business, which, yeah, that's them, right? They're, they make the rules. And if we want to play in their sandbox, they say, well, these are the rules that you have to follow to play in our sandbox. You can operate really well as a sole proprietor. I met some at the, at the, uh, the last, gosh, it seems so long ago when we were in Monterey at the pool and spa convention there. Yeah. Um, there were a lot of very successful sole proprietors. Yeah. Um, so I'm not saying that sole proprietors aren't businesses. They're saying that they don't, yeah. they don't offer credit scoring to businesses unless you are an LLC, S-Corp, or partnership or incorporated business. Does your personal credit score affect your business credit score at all? Not in that case. No, actually, it does not. Okay. That's, what's, that's what I found most businesses. I didn't know it. Um, most businesses don't know that. You can have a credit score for your business that's on the EIN. So just think of your business as a, as a unique individual, right? 
I mean, we, we give birth to it, right? We nurture it, we feed it, we grow it, and it, and it grows into this entity. But if we, when we, so when we do an LLC anchor S corp, it has a number, just like you have a name, right? So this business is one, two, three, four, five, six, where you, your personal number, when you're born, you have a, you, know, you get a social security number now. So that's what happens to your business. You get, it's very easy. It's free. You can go to the um, IRS and get an EIN for your business and then set up your, set up your entity. Yeah. As Joe talks about, right? Right. Exactly. Yes, exactly. And so what is it for those people who have never thought about doing business credit? And again, is it only necessary if you're trying to get a line of credit? Why, why is a line of credit, I guess, important, Pat? Would you explain that? Because I think some people don't, they think I'm not going to borrow money. I don't want to have to owe money. But what, it, yeah. what is the, the reason that having a line of credit is really going to benefit you at a time of need? Well, and that's a great question, Michelle. I get that a lot. Why would I have to do this? What's the purpose, right? So there's a saying back in the advertising world when I work in advertising, who advertises? And you scratch your head, you come up with a bunch of answers. The answer is advertisers advertise. So I didn't have to explain the benefits of advertising to people that already advertise. This is a little different because what's the benefit of having business credit if I've never had it before? Um, if you're gonna sell your business, that's one of the things that a potential buyer looks at is what, you know, where do you stand? They're, they're, they can go pull a Dun and Bradstreet report you. That how valuable is your business? Because that shows that the basic thing that a, a business credit report will show is: Do you pay your bills on time? Um, you know, how many accounts do you have? Is this is this really a business, or is this just an LLC that somebody went down and filed, and and they they they're not really a business? Um, that's partly what the business credit profile shows is your your um, your years in business and then how many accounts do you service? Like for instance, the, the, the construction company, the, the pool constructors, right? They will have vendor accounts with the, the suppliers of the equipment, the suppliers of all the materials, et cetera, you know, um, and they have trade accounts with them. So those accounts are, all, are reporting to their business credit profile. I see. So it's not just to get money lending but here's a situation that we ran into with covid and i so I, just so you know i picked up a contract with the small business development centers and i help businesses every single day so i'm working with businesses a lot on getting economic disaster loans and ppp loans here's the thing that i run across every single day gee i wasn't prepared if i'd only had access to capital i wouldn't be in the situation i'm in now and the ones that I talk to that aren't scared and fearing for their business are the ones that have access to capital. They've got lines of credit that they can go on because the PPP and the IDL, if you may or may not know, those aren't instantaneous. Like you sign up for it and you get the money the next day. Some of these are taking six weeks or longer to get the money during that time. What are these businesses doing? They, they either got to stop operation or they go under. A lot of businesses are just going under because they don't have access to capital. So the, the true, benefit of business credit is to have it when you don't need it. Yeah. And if you do need it, it thank goodness it. it's there, right? That's right. Like insurance. Well, what, what does Joe say? It, you know, I'm an umbrella salesman on a sunny day. <laughs> <laughs> right. But when exactly. you need that umbrella, when you need to have that, when it starts pouring rain, like COVID has done to us, right? When it starts pouring rain, if you don't have access to capital, you're kind of in a jam. Yeah. Right.
Absolutely. So I follow a lot of social media uh, groups of pool men. And one of the questions that pops up from time to time is somebody who's new in the business starting out and they'll ask everybody, okay, what's the most important thing? You know, what do I need to do to be successful in this business? They get a lot of technical tips, but I'm starting to form a picture too, talking to, to Joe uh, and now you, um, how, how to start, uh, set yourself up for success on the business side of things. It's great to know the trade and learn it well, but the whole point of the thing is, is to make a living doing it. And, yeah. and so what, what would your uh, response be to someone who asked that question? Yeah, Dave, that's, that's actually a really good question. Um, you know, it's credit and finances is the dirty little secrets that people don't want to learn about. Right. Hey, I, I, I'm a great pool guy. I can go out and service the pool, maybe got personality all the great things you need as a technician to be able to go out and do the job. We've got to have those skills. Entrepreneurs are a unique breed because you got to have those skills, but then you also have to have the, the behind the scenes taken care of because you can lose your business a lot quicker than you can build your business. Right. And yeah. I, I, I have especially seen it during the last three or four months since April of people just getting jammed up because here's, here's a couple things that happened. They, they apply for a loan, either through EIDL, PPP, or whatever, and they get turned down because of personal credit. So I'm going to hit that. I'm going to hit that with a couple different angles, if it's okay, Dave. Sure. So start your business. You get your personal credit in order, because when you're starting your business, you're probably going to go with what I that hybrid um, business credit, where you're going to go get business credit cards or loans or lines using your social security number as a backing, because you don't have a business. You know you don't. Have, um, and if your social security number gives a, a low credit score, <laughs> so it's really important to get your personal credit in order. Uh, and it's not that difficult. So we help with that. Um, once you get your business up and running, you're, you're a, maybe you're a pool guy and you got maybe one or two employees. Okay, I'm a sole prop. I'm out there. I'm running my route. Maybe I, I contract some out or whatever. But, you know, during that time I'm out there making money, there's not a lot of time for me to be spending on business credit and all the finance stuff. I can tell you, if you don't take care of it, it will take care of you. And um, if you if you take bad care of your credit and your finances, it's going to come back and bite you as a business person. So if you don't feel comfortable with that stuff, we can help guide you. But I would absolutely um, recommend getting a bookkeeper or as a CPA to really manage that because it's very, very important. It's like having a, a Ferrari with cheap tires. You can have the best car in the world. I mean, I don't like Italian sports cars because I'm a big guy, I'm six five, I don't fit in. But you know, if that's your thing, or, or like having a pool truck running on the, on the donuts, right? You're not gonna do that. So, you know, why would you have your business teetering on unstable financial principles? Um, Having access to capital is just simply to be able to weather the storm. Your day-to-day -day business is your day-to-day -day business. But when something like this happens where they shut you down for 60 days, are you 60 days from failure on your business financially? That's the question that you want to ask yourself, even when you're starting up. Um, yeah. you know, am I starting up with no reserves, with no backup plan? Um, so that's just, that's just, that's how I counsel the clients that I get, especially with the SBA. I'm getting a lot of businesses, been in business 30 years, 
and they're going, my gosh, I'm about ready to go out of business because I can't weather the storm. So again, buy an umbrella, <laughs> right? Right, yes, exactly. What's the yeah, biggest mistake? Go ahead, yeah, sorry, Dave, go. And that's an unfortunate situation in this country that uh, people are living paycheck to paycheck and and they're, they're very close to being tapped out. I, I heard an economist talking about the whole shutdown situation and he said that something like 60 to 70% of families in the United States right now could not weather the storm of an unexpected $400 expense. Wow. Car breakdown, vet bill, doctor bill um, would literally just throw them completely off the track. Well, a lot of families are way worse than that. We're very fortunate in this pool, in this business, the pool business, that uh, people need to keep their pools up. That's been deemed as an essential service by the government, and we've been able to keep working. Yeah, that's um, right. But uh, I think it's it's a good wake-up call for all of us that, that have been not paying attention to the financial and the business side of things. Um, that that this is this is something that we need to start paying attention to. Right. It's hard. I mean, come on, we're that's the last thing we want to deal with, right? Because and I think here's why. You know, as as pool people or as engineers or you know, construction, when you do something like when you get a pool bright and shiny and crystal clear, man, it's nice to sit back and go, wow, that that, that pool is awesome. And when you visit your service route and you meet the people, there's something tangible that you get out of the work you do. When you're when you put in a new ozone system, there's something tangible about what you do. You get to get back, you get to see the results, and you get to see the happy customer. With finances, it's invisible, right? So, it's it's a little more challenging to really pay attention to that. But you are absolutely right, Dave. I'd actually think the number is probably higher than that, um, because here's here's what I've seen: is now people are jacking up their credit cards because they don't have cash flowing in, and now their credit scores are dipping because their credit use is up. And they're running out of room on their cards and they can't go get more because their credit scores are low. So yeah. it's really a, a you know, yeah. a snowball effect right now in the, in the wrong direction. Yeah. And we can still help people. We help people get out of that jam. Um, it's difficult, but you got to really focus on it. Yeah. Yeah. Take work. Uh, another question that happened that, that we see um, in, in the social media forums is guys uh, R one polar. They do good work. They get good sources of referrals and they, they grow and grow and grow, but then they reach a point where they don't have quite enough work to hire a guy full-time, um, but they have more work than they can legitimately handle for themselves. So um, maybe you can talk a little bit about how uh, maybe having credit lines and ability to borrow might help a guy make that transition to his first employee and to grow from there. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. If you don't have kids when you start your business and end up having them as, you know, employees later, <laughs> you get jammed. No, I'm just taking my kid along with me. I'm not, I'm not paying. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but, uh, you know, it's, it depends on what you want to do with your business. And I think, so I'll just take it back real quick. With the, with the clients that I have in the SBA, the number one thing that they emphasize on for businesses is have a good business plan, a written business plan. 
I think a lot of times, and I give my story about swimming out at uh, Huntington Beach and getting caught in the river. I was just swimming and swimming because I swim and I know how to swim really well. I'm doing body surfing and pretty soon when I looked up, I was way, way far away from shore. I didn't have an escape plan and I was out there with the boats. And I was scared because I was like, oh, now what do I do? And that's not when you got to try figuring this out. But if you're in that position, you got to start, you got to figure it out or drown, right? So because you want to give good service as a, as a pool person, uh, you want to give great service to your customers, but now you're at that point where if you take any more clients on, you're not going to be able to do good service. But if you don't grow any further, you're stagnating. So what do you do? Uh, having access to credit or to good credit scores and good and good business credit can actually open you up for some very low cost loans. Uh, SBA does offer those for start what they consider startup businesses or expansion loans. There's a lot of lending opportunities, very low cost. But I will tell you, if you go for a loan, you've got to have your stuff in order. There's three things, cash flow, credit, and collateral. If you're weak in any one of those areas, you've got to be strong in the other two for lending. So say, for instance, you have great cash flow, but your credit's horrible, then you probably need to have more collateral available, a truck, some other resources that you can put up as collateral for lending. Uh, because if you start with an employee, you're going to get a new, a new truck, you know, new, new equipment, more chemicals, that kind of thing. So it does cost money to get an employee up and running uh, for a business. Workers' comp insurance, if you're in California, thank you. you know. um, <laughs> so uh, it does cost money. And basically, you just want to go out. A line of credit versus a loan in that case, would, I think, would be a better solution. Because a line of credit, you only have to pay on the money that you use. Whereas a loan, if you borrow a chunk of money and you'd make the same payment every month, but it's on the whole thing. So that's that's up to the individual to determine what's best for them. Uh, but yeah, having having one of those three, or having all three of those, cash flow, credit score, collateral, that's gonna help you with that hybrid business credit. Now, if you build up a business credit on your EIN, on your business where it's standing alone, you have the same lending options, but it's only against your business. It's not against your personality or your personal credit. Yeah. And this is what I'm running into right now today is businesses don't have that and they're getting declined for these disaster loans because their credit scores are too low. Yeah. That's, that's the gig, right? So if you go to apply for a loan or a line and you're using your social security number and you've maxed out your credit cards, which so many businesses do, they'll run their, they'll run their business on their credit cards and they go to apply for these loans, they don't get it. So what do you do then? Do you expand, do you stay? I would suggest, Dave, the answer to that question is, you know, build the business credit. It takes a little bit of time, but not a lot. Get a good business plan together and then put those pieces together the right way. That's where we shine is helping businesses put those pieces in the right place and get a plan for the future. So that it doesn't hurt. You don't want to end up, you know, taking the worst, the worst money that you can get because you don't have a choice, right? Yeah. You want to position yourself for low interest if you must take loans. Now, obviously, the ideal situation, and I've had this, had these people in my audience. They're out, they have no debt. Their business is flowing enough cash where they they just do what they need to do, and they never have to take any loans. That's ideal, but that's not normal. <laughs> you <know>? Yeah. <laughs> And I think the goal we've talked about before, Pat, is the goal is for people when they're building their business credit is to get 0% interest credit cards to be able to, to, to do your monthly expenses on. And then you pay it off every month or whatever, or get it down. And can you talk a little bit about that? Oh, yeah. I, I got to keep this one down because I love 0%. 
think about your budget, how much money you're spending on interest right now. So between your automobile, your home, credit cards, loans, just take a, take the, all your list, all the listeners right now. I want you to think about how much money you're spending on just credit card interest. Okay. Now get up off the floor. Cause I know you just went like, Oh my gosh. Right. <laughs> so I've seen 28% or higher interest on these credit cards where you're, people are paying a, a $500 a month credit card payment and 300 of it is interest. Right. So what if you could recapture that interest? What could you do with that extra money? And that's where having good credit or a good business credit, you can get very low or 0% interest lines of credit or credit cards. And then all that money you were spending on interest, you can use to accelerate debt pay down or, you know, like Dave asked, you know, what, what do you do? Well, you're not, if your books all of a sudden have an injection of $300 a month, what can you do? Pay down your credit so, cards. Right. You pay your credit cards down. And when you pay your credit, this is just a, a, something that I teach. So when you're paying your credit cards down, what happens to your credit score? It starts going up. If you get higher credit scores, get lower interest rate on your loans. It's it, There's a sweet spot and it's 10% of the use of your credit cards starts getting your score going up. So I, I just, that's the first thing I do is if you can, if you can pay down your cards, can't, you know, if you can right now it's tough, but that's, that's the quickest way to raise a credit score and then get those zero. There's a lot of 0% interest out there right now, but I'm telling you guys right now, it's becoming a lender's market. They're becoming very picky on who they lend to because the risk is very high mm-hmm. for them because businesses aren't, aren't generating the cash flow they used to. So, but yeah, 0%. I mean, think about it. 0% is, is free money. Yeah. Right? It's not like just yeah. a grant, but if I'm going to borrow money, I would, if I'm going to borrow money at 0% and I can pay off my debt before it's turned, gosh, why not? Right. That's 0%. <laughs> that's better than 10%. Yeah. Right. Unless Absolutely. that's the interest you're gaining. Right. So the re- and the reason that, and I will I just real quick, because a lot of people get into this spot, the reason that they give 0% is they know that most people will raise their They'll just put money on that account and then not pay it off before the interest starts occurring. So the key is to be strategic about it and pay it off before it's termed or the time is up. Because that 0% right. doesn't last forever, right? It's only for a certain time. But I mean, but think you about can't, if, you, if, you, if the 0% goes away, you can't just close that account and go back to another card. That, that it hurts your credit score if you close accounts, right? Well, there, yeah, there's a lot of factors that go into your credit score, but what you can do is transfer that money to another 0% account or just pay it off. Uh, oh, keep I the card see. Open, keep the card open because, you know, unless you're paying $100 a month or more for a card. I it, see. That help, it, it, it hurts your account to close an account. Yeah. It hurts your credit score to close an account. But yeah, 0% is like, you know, in your situation, Dave, what you were asking about, the question you had about, you know, I'm hiring on a new employee. What if you can go out and get a $50,000 card at 0% for 18 months? Would that give you enough money to manage getting a new employee? Possibly. Yeah. You know, if you had a plan to get that paid off before the time, before the 18 months is over. That's a 0% loan, man. <laughs> I mean, I'm going to use a Joe Biden term. Come on, man. <laughs> <laughs> can I ask a question? This is just a dumb question, but I'm going to ask it anyway. If you get a business loan based on your EIN number, 
and you fault, default on that loan, can they come after you personally? And I'm just asking because I don't know the answer. I'm just curious because I was thinking about it when you were talking earlier. Well, actually, and I mean, I personally have not witnessed that. Um, I'm just curious. Laws, well, yeah. and that's a great question because that's one of the advantages of business credit is there's, well, it's twofold because you've set up an entity, first of all, to provide some veil of protection from your personal assets. But having business credit, that's one of the advantages of it is that it does not affect your personal assets. So if your business folds and you default on loans, currently, they, unless it's millions of dollars, I don't know. Again, the laws, the laws are different everywhere you go. But it, if it's on your business, it's only on your business. So if you have not interjected your personal credit into that, then no, they cannot come after your personal assets unless you use them for collateral somewhere, which I don't right. recommend if you can get away with, you know, if you can do it, do it just under your EIN. But like I say, you know, laws are different and they change every day. And, you know, I wouldn't say that that's a business plan is, you know, run up a bunch of credit and then default. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't think they do it intentionally. Right? <laughs> <laughs> that didn't cost me anything, but um, no, I mean, it, so it's, to my knowledge, no, they cannot come after your business. But again, I'm not an attorney, I'm not a CPA, so don't take any of that as professional. Too deep advice. into that topic, you'd probably need a corporate attorney to. Absolutely. Right, exactly. Which you know, corporate bankruptcy, that type of thing. I mean, that's to protect the, the whole idea of getting a an incorporated or S corp. One of the main reasons is to protect your personal assets from whatever is going on in your business. You draw a very fine but solid line between your personal life and your business life. Yeah. And it's, it costs money, you know, <laughs> any, you guys know you're in business. Everything costs more as a business. I don't, yeah. I don't get that, but that's what, that's the way it is. So yeah, it costs a little Absolutely. bit more money to run an S corp. It costs you more for your CPA if you're an incorporated business or if you have employees because it's harder to do what we do. And, you know, hats off to all you entrepreneurs listening. I mean, it's a tough job. It's tough to be an entrepreneur. It's, you know, you love it, but most people don't do it. That's why we are unique. So that's why business credit is there is to, to help you to separate that from your personal life. And I think that's a great point, Michelle, because that is one of the advantages of it. Yeah. What's the one biggest, what's the biggest mistake people make as far as um, their personal credit? score what is the, the biggest is it not paying bills on time what's the biggest mistake people make that keeps their credit score down sure um the ostrich sin syndrome they put their head in the sand like you alluded to dave you know it's not not real fun to talk about right <laughs> i mean you know they put their head in the sand they just pretend it's going to go away they know it's not but they pretend it's going to um that was me you know i'm like eh, whatever and it, it got so bad it was like who cares right there's no hope there's no there's no way out of this. So I'm just going to, this is where I exist now. Um, but how, you know, the biggest mistake that people make that get their credit score jacked up, um, honestly, two things. They miss payments is number one, or they use, they max out their credit cards and don't pay them down. Those are the two biggest offenders for getting your score. Now, the nice thing about maxing out your credit scores, if you're making your payments on time, you're okay. As long as you don't come up late, a late payment stays on your credit report for a long time. Right. Five years. 
before. And the other thing I don't think people realize too, Pat, which is something you helped me with um, a while ago, is that their credit report isn't always correct. No. You know what I mean? You can actually, you should be reviewing your credit report regularly. And then if there's something on there that doesn't make sense, you should be doing something about that. And Pat actually helped me personally um, send some letters to those different institutions that are reporting um, against issues that were that were not correct. And that's a very good point. As far as personal credit goes, your FICO yeah. score is what most people refer to that as. Um, Right now, you can go get a free credit report. Now, this doesn't include your scores. This is just your report. This is what is being reported to Equifax, Experian, and TransUnion. You can go to annualcreditreport.com, and this would be a great place for the slide to be up, annualcreditreport.com. They're offering right now through September, I believe, and they may extend it, a free weekly credit report. You can pull your credit report every week. I, I'll give you an example. I had helped a gentleman he, he was like, I'm going to buy a house. And he had a business, he wanted to buy a house. He said, my, my personal credit score is like really low. I don't understand why, because I pay everything on time. So he pulled his credit report up and you as a person can pull your own credit report. It does not hurt your credit score. So that's a myth that, you know, it's gonna hurt my credit score to pull. If I pulled it, it would, it would hurt your score. If I, if I was a, like a mortgage lender or something, and I was to pull a credit report and they call a hard pull, it will be a, a small decrease in your credit score, but you can pull your own consumer credit report, no problem. So we went to the credit report, got it, looked at it, and I mean, I looked down and this beautiful, it was pristine, there was no negatives, there was no late charges, nothing. I got to the very last item and found a collection for $85. And that's what he did, he's like, what? What is this? <laughs> and I said, well, you know, it was with AT&T, nothing against AT&T. I, I started analyzing it, and this is what we do, right? So I analyzed, I go, did you move about this time? He goes, yeah, I did. I go, that looks like it would be a cable bill or something. He goes, oh, my gosh. I remember we had a little problem with that. I thought it was handled. Counseled him on, a, on how to negotiate with that lender to get that off, and he got that off. And, I mean, his credit score skyrocketed skyrocketed. How can one little $85 thing like that make your credit score go down that much? That just doesn't make sense to me. It's a collection and the new FICO laws that are out and this is just starting now. So many people listening, if you went and looked at your FICO score right now, it's probably dropping. Uh, the, uh, the new FICO 10 is going to cause a lot of credit scores to drop like 20 points or more because the rules changed. Again, it's their sandbox, right? So, um, because it's a collection and people, the, the credit reporting agencies look at that, they don't look at how much it was for, they just look at collection. And that's like an 85 to 100 point ding on your credit. Wow. So imagine a 100 point jump in that guy's credit. He was in the fives. It's like 580 or 620, something like that. So boom, all of a sudden he's up. So now there's a lot of factors that go into credit score, but I, you know, the, the number, like what we were talking about, the number one mistake is a late payment. So if you start making late payments or not making your payments, those stay on your report for a long time. And it makes it very difficult to do things like get a phone, get an apartment. Uh, these are things, these are real life situations. And most times there's something on the credit report people are not aware of, and they can change your score 20, 30 points which doesn't seem like a lot unless you're at a 680 and that puts you up to a 720. And yeah, now that's that the difference it. between yeah. 
getting in an apartment or not getting into a lease. And right. right now this is huge because again, it's a lender's market, right? It's a renter's market. These, these people that own rental properties that people are not paying them rent on, <laughs> do you think they're just gonna sign anybody up for a lease? No way, no. man. The mortgage industry right now, they are picking and choosing. You gotta have a 720 or above credit score right now to get a house, typically. There's always yeah. exceptions, right? But this is from my mortgage, my mortgage people that I know. They they check your credit score it and it's got to be a 720 above. So it's really important to have good personal credit for just our normal day-to-day -day lives. Now, wouldn't that be nice if you could run your personal life on your personal credit and your business life on your business credit? Right. So the two didn't the two didn't count on each other. And that's what we really talk about. But yeah, it's it's important to pull your credit and see what's on there. Uh, we can help make sense of that because it's kind of confusing. But like 85% of the time, I find things on people's report that they didn't even know was there. Like, well, I thought that I thought we took care of that. Or, oh, yeah, I remember that. We That was supposed to be handled. And they did. Yeah. And it's pretty easy to get a lot of that stuff off of there. If there's yeah. mistakes, you know, and you can, and you, because consumers can request uh, validation of anything. So we just, like we, you and I, we just, requested a validation of it and they went oh they pull it off right so right. most of the time yeah yeah <laughs> this is yeah, fascinating can. to me it really is yeah. dave do you have any additional questions before we depart for the morning i uh, know this is uh this has been very enlightening and me thank too you very yeah. much for that this is great stuff so those of you who are listening on either iTunes or Spotify or something like that go to the youtube channel on youtube our youtube channel is pool pro podcast and we're going to put a link there to uh, Pat Wally and his contact information and how you can access him. And hopefully we'll do some sort of deal for you, but we'll see what Pat wants to do. But uh, go to the YouTube channel. You can subscribe there also if you want to see some of his slides that we're going to incorporate into this particular presentation or this video, then um, you can see that. So go to the YouTube channel. But Pat, thank you so much for coming on. You know I love talking to you. I hope that at some point in the future we can see each other at another pool show, but we'll see how it goes in 2021. Well, I hope so too. It's sure I haven't seen you in months, so it's really nice to see you. And Dave, great to meet you nice to meet as you. well. Um, and just for the listeners, I also have a YouTube channel with a, a lot of this is too much to take in on like big bites, right? Yeah. This is like here, eat this whole pie. Um, <laughs> and so I've got some some shorter videos on my YouTube channel that go over a lot of what we just talked about and how you can take some actionable steps to get that credit moving in the right direction and how to start establishing business credit. So uh, Pat Wally, I just look it up, you know, I'm all over. So easy to find. Fantastic. <laughs> Thank you, Pat. Have a wonderful day, everyone. Stay safe out there. Cool. Thanks, Pat. Thanks, Thanks, Dave. A new voice in the industry, a resource for all, education for you. This is Pool Pro Podcast. Build relationships and share important news as we get ready for our next backyard adventure. Pool Pro Podcast. Backyard adventures are better together. Please take a moment to share, like, and review our content with all of those that would be interested.